Welcome, everyone, to another episode. Today, we're diving deep into the concept of the growth mindset, a transformative idea that can shape the way we approach challenges and opportunities. Let's get the conversation rolling. Okay. Can you explain to me what a growth mindset is? A growth mindset is the belief that abilities and intelligence can be developed through dedication, hard work, and feedback. Contrasts with a fixed mindset where individuals believe their abilities are innate and unchangeable. Those with a growth mindset tend to embrace challenges, see effort as a pathway to improvement, and are more resilient in the face of setbacks. And how can you cultivate a growth mindset? Cultivating a growth mindset involves several practices. Embrace challenges. Instead of avoiding them, see them as opportunities to grow. Value the process. It's not just about the end result, but the journey and what you learn along the way. Seek feedback. Constructive criticism can be a valuable tool for improvement. Learn from failures. Instead of seeing them as defeats, view them as learning experiences. Be curious. Always be open to learning and expanding your knowledge. Remember, it's a continuous journey. And being aware of your mindset is the first step towards cultivating a growth-oriented perspective. Do you have any tips to focus on the journey and not the end result? Of course, Dan. Focusing on the journey rather than the end result be quite transformative. Here are some ways to shift that focus. Set process goals. Instead of aiming for a particular outcome, set goals related to the actions or behaviors that lead to that outcome. Celebrate small victories. Recognize and appreciate the small steps and progress you make along the way. Be present. Practicing mindfulness can help you be in the moment and appreciate the journey as it unfolds. Journal. Regularly write about your experiences, feelings, and what you've learned. This reflection can help you see the value in the journey itself. Shift your perspective. Instead of viewing challenges as obstacles, see them as opportunities to learn and grow. By valuing the journey, you'll find more satisfaction and joy in the process, making the end result even more rewarding. Interesting. So you also mentioned to stand up again if you fall. So how can I cultivate such an attitude that I expose myself to certain risks if I'm maybe risk averse and I have a fear of failure? How can I deal with that and not be too anxious? Dealing with the fear of failure and cultivating resilience are essential aspects of a growth mindset. Here are some strategies to help you navigate these feelings. Frame failure. Instead of seeing failure as a negative outcome, view it as a learning opportunity. Every setback can teach you something valuable. Focus on what you can control. Concentrate on your actions and responses rather than external outcomes. This helps reduce anxiety as you realize not everything is within your control. Practice self-compassion. Be kind to yourself. Understand that everyone makes mistakes and faces challenges. It's a natural part of growth. Visualize success. Imagine yourself succeeding or navigating through challenges. This can help boost your confidence and reduce anxiety. Seek support about your fears with friends, mentors, or professionals. They can provide perspective and guidance. Small risks. Start with situations that have a lower stake and gradually expose yourself to bigger challenges. This will help you build confidence over time. 
Accept uncertainty. Embrace the fact that life is unpredictable. By accepting this, you can reduce the anxiety that comes from wanting to control every outcome. Implementing these strategies and understanding that growth comes through challenges, you can gradually overcome the fear of failure and cultivate a resilient attitude. Can you make three examples? Certainly, Dan. Consider three scenarios related to facing fears and cultivating resilience. Public speaking. Imagine you have a fear of speaking in front of a large group. Instead of avoiding this, you could start by giving small presentations in front of trusted friends or colleagues. Over time, as you gather feedback and grow more confident, you can increase the audience size, slowly exposing yourself to larger groups. Two, starting a business. We've always dreamt of starting your own venture, but fear the risk of failure. Begin by researching and developing a solid business plan. Maybe even start as a side hustle, testing the waters without diving in completely. You learn and adapt, become more comfortable with the uncertainties associated with entrepreneurship. Three, learning a new skill. Suppose you've always wanted to learn how to play the guitar, but fear you won't be good at it. Instead of diving into a complex piece, start with basic chords and simple songs. Celebrate each small victory as you progress. Over time, with consistent practice, you'll see improvement and overcome the initial fear of not being good enough. In each of these examples, the idea is to start small, embrace the learning process, and gradually expose yourself to bigger challenges. Thanks. And you also talked about staying curious. So let's assume that I work in a job that I don't really like. It's a very repetitive job and I would quit, but I need the money. How can I stay curious in such a work environment? And if I'm having not any motivation at all. It's a tough spot to be in, Dan, but even in repetitive or unfulfilling jobs, there are ways to keep your curiosity alive. Find micro tasks for small aspects of your job that can be tweaked or improved. These mini-challenges can break the monotony. Learn about the broader industry. Understand where your role fits into the bigger picture. This can make the job feel more meaningful. Personal challenges. Even if the job is repetitive, challenge yourself to be more efficient or find new methods to complete tasks. Connect with colleagues. Engage in conversations with coworkers. They might offer a different perspective on the job or share knowledge about other aspects of the company. Breaks. Use breaks to explore topics unrelated to your job. Read an article, listen to a podcast, or watch a short educational video. Seek skill-building opportunities. Even in repetitive roles, there might be chances to learn new software or systems that can make the job more engaging and also be beneficial for your career in the long run. And for the future, use this time to think about what you really want to do. Research potential careers or courses that align with your interests. Remember, it's okay to feel stuck sometimes, but fostering curiosity can make the situation more bearable and potentially open doors to new opportunities. Thanks a lot. Again, very interesting. Now, can you give three concrete examples what people can do right now to start cultivating a growth mindset? Here are three concrete examples of actions people can take right now to start cultivating a growth mindset something new today. 
a topic or skill you've been curious about and start learning. It could be as simple as watching a short educational video, reading an article, or taking an online course. Challenge yourself to acquire new knowledge regularly. Two, set a challenge or goal. Choose a small challenge or goal that pushes you slightly out of your comfort zone. It could be related to your work, a hobby, or personal development. Commit to achieving it. Embrace the learning process, whether you succeed or face setbacks. See, this positive self-talk. Attention to your inner dialogue. When faced with a challenge, instead of saying, I can't do this, reframe it to, I haven't learned how to do this yet. Use yet as a powerful word that implies growth and development are possible. Actions can help individuals start building a growth mindset by emphasizing learning, embracing challenges, and shifting their perspective towards personal growth. Okay, so what else should we know about growth mindsets? One important aspect to understand about growth mindsets is that they are not an all-or-nothing trait. People can have a mix of both growth and fixed mindsets in different areas of their lives. Here are a few more key points to keep in mind. A continual process. Cultivating a growth mindset is an ongoing journey. It requires self-awareness and deliberate effort to shift from a fixed mindset to a growth mindset. It matters. Growth mindset is seen as a path to mastery. Use the process. When giving feedback or praise, focus on the process and effort rather than innate talent. Encourage others to persist and work hard rather than relying on natural abilities. It's not just for individuals. Growth mindset can also be applied to teams and organizations. Cultivating a culture of continuous learning and improvement can lead to innovation and adaptability. Very helpful. Thank you very much. Anything else we should know? You're very welcome, Dan. One last thing to keep in mind is that adopting a growth mindset is a journey that can positively impact various aspects of your life, from personal growth to career development. The mindset that fosters resilience, adaptability, and a passion for learning. Embracing challenges and learning, you'll continue to grow. So I usually also talk about the goals that I had last time. So if I go on Twitter and I see I wanted to do three trainings, nail a communication I had in the office, make an email to my landlord, I finally did that, and become better at time boxing. Do you have any tips how to become better at time boxing? Here are some quick tips for improving your time boxing. Prioritize tasks, set realistic goals, Use tools like timers, reflect on what works, stay consistent with practice. Okay, now let's also talk about my trainings. Should I do one training a day, always half an hour, or maybe only three trainings a week, but longer trainings? What's better? Depends on your goals and schedule, Dan. One shorter training daily can build consistency. Longer, less frequent sessions might suit a busier schedule. Works best for you. I want it just to be effective, as effective as possible. In that case, a balanced approach might work. Try three longer training sessions a week for depth and a few shorter ones for daily consistency. Adjust as needed based on your progress and schedule. We'll see how it goes. So let's talk about the goals for the rest of the week. 
I definitely want to do another workout. I want to do another podcast episode to talk about the beer of the day. Today I'm drinking again, I guess, my most favorite amber-flavored beer. It's a Brooklyn Special Effects Hoppy Lager Delicious Non-Alcoholic Beverage. And let's find out a little bit more about the brewery, I would say. What do you know about the Brooklyn Brewery? The Brooklyn Brewery is a well-known craft brewery located in Brooklyn, New York. It was founded in 1987 by Steve Hindy and Tom Potter. The brewery is famous for its wide range of craft beers, including the iconic Brooklyn Lager. Over the years, it has gained a reputation for producing high-quality, innovative brews. The Brooklyn Brewery also plays a significant role in promoting the craft beer industry in the United States and beyond. Quite interesting. I like the Brooklyn Lager a lot. Brooklyn Lager is indeed a popular and well-regarded beer from the Brooklyn Brewery. It's known for its balanced and flavorful profile, making it a favorite among beer enthusiasts. You enjoy it, might want to explore some of the other craft beers produced by the brewery as well. Definitely. Can also recommend the East IPA, I guess it's cool. So I would say that's it for today. It was very interesting to do that again with ChatGPT. Can definitely be improved. But we came very far with the new technology. It's so interesting to try it out. Thank you very much for listening. And I hope to talk to you again during this week. All the best to you.